Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. This is a Lip Media podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, a definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. Head over to Apple Podcasts to leave your rating and review. And book tickets to our very first live show happening in February in Melbourne. You can show your support by posting a story on your Instagram, linking back to us at Gays Revolting Pod, or join our Facebook group by searching The Gays Revolting. Hey! Hello! Welcome! Now, listeners, prepare to be slayed because oh these ho ho hoes oh no. are bringing you a very holy night with so our <laughs> very first ever Christmas special of the Gays Revolting. Yay! <laughs> I think. And joining us on the panel, we have the only thing more painful than RuPaul's Holiday Spectacular. It's Kyle. Hi. <laughs> he let an old man slide down his chimney and empty his sack any day of the year. It's Mikey. <laughs> and the man who puts the elf in no self-respect, Luke. Yay. <laughs> That's me. And of course, myself, Thomas Jaspers, the man who's more predictable than Marina Pryor singing Mary's Boy Child, Jesus Christ, at Carols by Candlelight every fucking year. Oh. <laughs> Hello, my Christmas queens. Hello. How are we? Good. Merry Good. Christmas. <laughs> this is our last episode for the year. Festive app. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to go out. I know. <laughs> yeah. I have a Christmas nightmare story. Okay. Christmas you. nightmare story. Yeah. So I had some Christmas drinks with some colleagues on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Always nice. Uh, <laughs> one of my heterosexual colleagues had some. Uh, I know. I just have to. Thanks for specifying. It. Yeah. it just makes me like. I just don't like when they in your face. I just want you to understand the position <laughs> yeah. I was in by the end of it. Yeah. So we had all these drinks, and I got home. I was quite drunk on the couch at like three o'clock in the morning, and jumped on Grinder. I don't know if you heard of. I haven't Grinder. Grinder. This is wonderful thing. social Grindr- media. Dr- it's sort of Dr- like the find <laughs> my nearest Bunnings app for lesbians, oh, but it's for yeah. gay men, okay, and yeah. it's dick. Anyway, so I was on the couch, and this guy messaged me quite handsome very good looking mm. and he was like hello sir can i come around and be your slave <laughs> and i was like well i haven't really done a lot of master slave oh. kind of play why not give it a shot you know i'm a little bit drunk it's three yeah. o'clock in the morning i was like yep no worries gave him my address but because i was a bit drunk i sort of forgot about it and i'm searching through netflix mm. and my grinder starts going off and he says sir i'm on the porch waiting for you naked 
on all fours. <gasps> and I was like, oh my fucking God. Because oh you've God. been to my yeah. house. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Yeah. I have got a very high. Very yeah, small. it's very visible from a very, <laughs> very, very visible. Busy street in inner city Melbourne. I ran out onto the front porch and he's not there. And I was like, oh, obviously he's like taking the pierces or, you know, mm. he's not coming or whatever. And I'm like, listen, if you're actually coming, let me know. But otherwise, I'm going to bed. And he was like, no, sir, I'm here. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> and I looked and it was like, says like three meters away. I'm like, oh, where the fuck what? is this guy? Yeah. I looked down the street. Sure, no. He's at the wrong house, two doors down with his asshole in the air no. facing the, <laughs> the neighbor's door, completely like this gorgeous muscle Mary, completely naked. Where were his clothes? <laughs> and his hair, like next to him, he had like his boots and his shorts and his t shirt. Yeah, that is confidence. I know. And like wow. the woman that lives in between my house and that house is like always at her window, just watching us all the time. What time was it? Uh, like three o'clock in the morning. Oh so I'm hoping that God. she didn't. But it's a very busy street. I'm sure someone saw me running down the street with this naked man. Oh anyway. My God. So I had him do the dishes and uh, <laughs> told him to go. I thought it would be a good idea to just have a few sundowners at the Emerson on Sunday. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah, that didn't go quite as planned. No. <laughs> Cut to me waking from the dead to my work alarm on Monday morning. Mm. All the lights yeah. on in my underwear, spooning what I thought was my cat, but it was actually just an uneaten toasty I don't remember making. Oh, <laughs> that is heartbreaking. I love Yeah, the that was the biggest tragedy yeah. <laughs> Well, once again, RuPaul has graced us with a lovely, <laughs> a lovely new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. But not only that, a Christmas special this year. Oh yes, it's very exciting. <laughs> I was super, super excited to watch it, and then upon watching it. I thought it was like the corniest, most it ridiculous was, thing ever. It was a 40 minute commercial. Yeah. yeah. It just seemed very, very scripted. Yeah. Like the cast and stuff was really cool. That's like it. I liked everyone on it. Well, for those of you that didn't watch it, RuPaul brought back eight queens to compete to be the Christmas queen, which didn't <laughs> friggin' happen in the end, anyways. You all win! Like, I was like, fuck yourself. No, <laughs> I want to win it. Like, no. <laughs> but it was funny watching Chandler's face and she was like, yes. I'm back. I finally won one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was the most offensive part of it. Oh, yeah. Was to finally crown mm-hmm. Shangela by default. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to give her something. It's been like, how many times yeah. has she been back? Oh, um, you guys know how I feel about RuPaul's yes. Drag Race. Yes. Um, I generally fucking hate it, but yes. I actually disagree with all of you about <gasps> this. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I mean, the yeah. show itself is quite watchable and everything. Mm. But what I don't like is the effect it's had on the community uh-huh. of having this like pre-cut format of what drag is and everything mm. has to always be this thing and that's mm-hmm. why people aren't going and seeing local queens anymore the queens that are getting seen don't know how to host or anything because they're just famous on Instagram and yeah. that's why clubs are booking them and that sort of shit I feel like this thing was RuPaul taking the piss out of herself yeah. um, mm-hmm. Michelle like that whole gag that they did in there about them finally lip syncing because everyone's oh my always, God. Yeah. Everyone's always oh. making fun of the like why the fuck are you judging you haven't lip synced yeah. since the yeah. 80s um, the that terrible, was them terrible body that with the terrible body doubles <laughs> that was funny yeah. I was, feel like yeah. this was a drag parody of those 90s Christmas yeah. specials like yeah. Nanny and a shitty sitcom Christmas specials where something magical would happen even mm. though in the rest of the entire yeah. season it never had anything magic happen mm. and that whole thing of uh, Ross Matthews oh being my god oh, the tiny like, like it, terribly it was CGI a corny, corny drag take yeah. on yeah. Christmas specials yeah. where RuPaul took the piss out of herself which I kind of fucking love because she never does and the whole format and made fun of the fact that he actually like to me it was actually fucking brilliant but what's interesting about it is because the gays are so obsessed with what this format of drag race is they couldn't even let drag race not be drag race for one Christmas special like I kind of see where you're coming from but I I think because there's some Twitter posts and stuff saying well this is campy draggy fun but I think at the same time it has to be good 
and the jokes just weren't good enough. And I, I do mm. think... Oh, I where, are like, <laughs> where are the jokes? Where are the jokes? I think as someone that's watched Drag Race since season one till now, yeah. and yeah. I'm at the point of All Stars 4 has just been released as yes. well, that I feel like I need to break up with Drag Race. Because of a lot of the reasons you're saying, I feel like mm. in the beginning it was a bit of a piss it take. W- yeah, of, it was. Yeah. Of but RuPaul's. also it was like sort of, I think, a lot more diverse and there was a mm. lot of different stuff going on. And now it's just like, yeah, makeup has to be 100% on point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. have to have these lace fronts and all this, mm-hmm. these extravagant gowns. Yeah. I, there's so little creativity left yeah. in the show. And it's also now, because it's been running for how many years? It's the 10th oh, season yeah, it's fine. in? Yeah. That's a lot of footage that the gay community mm-hmm. has watched, but it means that when they're at clubs, now they're like well you don't look like you might have yeah. worked for years hosting clubs and yeah. uh, you might be creating the most amazing costumes mm-hmm. and putting on these weird lip syncs to politicians or whatever <laughs> but because you don't fit into this thing that yeah. I now yeah, perceive yeah. as drag which is what shits me which is why I loved this Holy Slay Spectacular it was like <laughs> oh yeah you're being silly and taking yeah. the piss and that's what drag is I think my favourite was Mayhem Miller's outfit as Krampus oh my god that was that so was cool yeah. I loved it it was like just dark I did and like twisty. was it Chandler's redo of the oh, that was the snowman I did yeah. Yeah, I also was. feel like I don't think any of them went in there no. thinking it was an actual contest. Like no. was, they were like told what mm-hmm. the whole thing was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found it really interesting the moment that Jasmine Masters came out and her face was covered. Oh, what the like, fuck was what that? Is going yeah. on here? Were there mosquitoes in there? What was happening? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she did a full Valentina with the lips. Oh, <laughs> what a cop out! Apparently, something had happened where Shangela like cracked the shits and walked off, and then they lost oh. all this time yeah. to redo their faces. So she just yeah, put yeah. the thing on her face. Well, because her face melted off. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's why she put it on. Apparently she cracked it again though And then like Ugh. left But that's why like If you rewatch it You know how everybody does Their like little interview oh, yeah. bits She, she doesn't did. have one <gasps> yeah. oh. The entire episode oh, true. And it was just like Oh this makes so much more yeah. sense yeah. Why you don't really see her that much Jasmine Masters is one of my favourite queens Of all time Really? She, I have been following why? her Since yeah. season 7 Because of a lot of the reasons That Tom's criticising Drag Race as well As mm-hmm. soon as she got booted From season 7 She went to Instagram And said RuPaul's Drag Race Has done fucked up drag mm. Yeah She had no fear to do that yeah. Even though you pretty mm. much Get blacklisted from World of Wonder mm. If you badmouth the production In any way shape or form She's been completely open About saying These girls don't show up To gigs on time They yeah. don't treat queens With respect and they think the world is on their shoulders because mm. they've been on a TV show for two minutes. And the sad thing is the gay world is. Like, they're getting paid a yeah. fortune to travel around the world and yeah. peddle the same fucking show they've been doing for years. So I, I love that she got an opportunity to be on the Christmas special mm. in a limited capacity. Mm. And she even fucked that up and didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She posted a yeah. reference of, like, what it was supposed to look like. There's, no, like, a, I'm keen to a see runway that. look Good. that okay. has more of a structure to the mask mm. and it's more sheer. She's obviously on All Stars as well, but hasn't been holding back on that either. But I think my real problem with Drag Race now, not to sound like an old person, is I think back in the day, it was the other way around. Drag Race would come around maybe once a year, Mm. if not longer. And there was enough time for the drag community to grow and evolve and trends to start. And you would watch it and go, so what has happened in the drag world in the last year? Yeah, Mm. You would see the new batch of queens come in and see how their makeup had changed and what trends were on Mm. for that point in time. We're now at the stage where we get three fucking seasons of this show a year. Yeah, It's not a reflection of the drag community, I feel, Mm. anymore. It's just people on a production line Mm -hmm. applying for the show and filming. They're filming it back to back. Mm. I used to love the show. That's a really good point, actually. To see it, and you'd see someone like Sharon Needles, who wasn't the first person doing gothy witchy. 
drag. It had been around for a while, but mm. it was the first mainstream mm. televised drag queen doing that. Mm. And then to see the next generation of drag queens respond to that mm. and what they picked up from mm. Sharon Needles and then be on the show over a year later was really fascinating to yeah. watch. But now we're getting seasons back to back, returning queens mm. every season as mm. well. And I think something that really stood out to me and solidified that opinion in my mind was mm. watching this episode of All Stars 4. Yeah. Every season now starts with a variety show oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. a talent competition. Mm. Definitely for the mm -hmm. first time in drag history, a queen did a traditional kabuki performance. Oh my performance. God. That was awesome. Oh, Gia Gunn yeah. killed it. Absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. It was culturally significant. Absolutely. It was artistic. It was created and it was adapted mm. in a modern style. It was a modern kimono. Yeah. And it's With, something that she's studied for 15 odd yeah. years. Like, yes. it's a part of her life. It was life. beautiful. Yeah. And that queen was safe. Which like, pissed it, me yeah. off. I was like, yeah. should have been top two. Absolutely. It, I'm sure we're going like, to hear about it episode two, how she's pissed off. Yeah. She's been tweeting about I, it I, since I, the I'm, episode oh. aired. Those sort of performances and acts and those sort of drag queens get no recognition in this yeah. current format. You need to do a gay cruise comedy, yeah. lip sync about your dick, yeah. <laughs> or a few crunchy splits. Yeah, yeah. and a death drop. Uh, yeah. And yeah. a death drop, and you were top two. And, and some wig reveals. And that's not the show that I fell in no, love with. No. That's I not so agree. drag mm -hmm. that I enjoy. I enjoy when we had Sharon Needles, mm, yeah. when we had Jinx Monsoon, and when we had Gia Gunn now, yeah. doing things that you went, I didn't know drag queens could do this, yeah. could incorporate their cultural identities into drag. So I, I'm a bit upset, but there's a Filipino in this season. So <laughs> I'm also living yeah. at the same time. Who do you, okay, who do you guys, who do you want to win? Top three for me that I yeah. would like. Naomi Smalls, yeah. Latrice Royale, mm -hmm. and Gia Gunn. Okay. Latrice Royale. Yeah. She's one Just of my favorites. Straight yeah, up. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Filipino pride. <laughs> <laughs> Manila yeah. Luzon, Mabuhay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she will. Yeah. The top no. two will definitely be Trinity, mm -hmm. the skinny yeah. white drag queen yeah. that can do the splits. <laughs> and one of the black queens that will lose to her. <laughs> yeah. I love Trinity. I think she's hilarious. So mm. I think she's number one for me. And then Manila is so funny. I love yeah. Manila. Although I never watched her season. So I'm like really excited to like see her for the first time. And then Latrice, she's so good. And her talent yeah. show was insane. She was so yeah, flexible and twirling. limber and like energetic. Oh I was surprised. She was awesome though. So... The queen I love, Jasmine Masters, yeah. was first out. By Jasmine. And she's been Instagram living tea about oh, really? it since the episode aired. Okay. So get your phones out. Hunties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually more excited for All Stars 4 for the absolute shade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is up. Like, it Not is, even on yeah. the show that they are like, throwing yeah. at Rue yeah. off. The show. Do you think this is like the apocalypse? Like this is the ending season? <laughs> I, I think it's a real shifting point yeah. where the I show needs to make I just hope it sort some... of maybe gives some funding, some money to yeah. some of these other drag shows that are popping up. Mm -hmm. So there's a bit of competition. Like maybe the problem is that Rue sort of has a monopoly on well, this yeah. format. Yeah. Um, and then when you look at like other reality contestant style programs, there's like X Factor, mm. Pop mm. Australian Idol, Australia's Got Talent, all that sort of stuff. There's like competition between them, which I think is sort of a good thing. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. I don't think that- yeah, we, she's too comfortable. I th yeah, yeah, I don't think that yeah. it, there's not enough of an audience to have more than one big drag. I know there's a couple that have popped up. I would love an Australian oh, drag that would be so show. Cool. Right. Not a version of Drag Race, but I would no. love oh, one yeah. where they actually like, for their whatever their competitions are, go into the real world scene. Yeah. Like maybe go to a country pub and have to mm -hmm. perform at a country pub. Oh or, my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you imagine the 
like the yeah, Australian kind of humor. Or something. Yeah, the Australian. Like, like a Catherine drag. Kim drag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon like have Jane Turner oh, from Catherine Kim doing funny. like a comedy lesson. Or, that would be um, hilarious. It could candy. be like the Amazing Race, but drag. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Can you imagine yes. those just around looks. Australia? Yeah. Just like, here's 10 stops. We've yeah. got to do all these challenges. Do a different thing, like, Drag yeah. has no limits. Climb the opera house in heels. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I, I would watch that. Bake lamingtons with the Country Women's Association. And I definitely think it's time that people have started speaking up against mm. some of Rue's behavior. People listening to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or Tom in general. <laughs> Gia has yeah. been really Gia's outspoken. Been very vocal. And I think she has every right to, and she's done it in the messiest possible way, which <laughs> I also love. <laughs> Rue got called out for some transphobic comments yeah. oh, last yeah. year, just in regards to who and who cannot mm. compete mm. on his show, which excluded queens who had already been Competing. Mm. Yeah. It just showed very little respect towards the community mm. that Gia is now openly trans. Yeah. yeah. She actually tweeted prior to the announcement of All Stars 4 that she would not be on the show oh. because RuPaul didn't welcome her kind right. on the show, oh, wow. which is a very clear shade. And also, so yeah. is she his like olive branch now? Like, yeah. Like, she, yeah. She, like it's all and good. I, we got Gia. <laughs> I hate to be negative or whatever, but I do see it as this weird tokenism yeah. that you have one. Totally. It did seem a lot yeah. like that. I do. We well, had yeah. Sonic who yeah, was well, on the trans special. on the Christmas yeah. special. So you're getting one yeah. Yeah. trans performer per season mm-hmm. yeah. as kind of lip service. Peppermint was trans as well, wasn't she? Yes. But yeah. they and didn't, it is. <laughs> they didn't. But isn't that the controversy that she was told not to talk about it? Oh, until and then she came later, out like, on the show. Reveal of it, like it's almost yeah. using yeah. her story. Unless those cameras are rolling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it was was used sort of as a tool to it, develop the storyline yeah. of the show, which is kind of the often main. trans queens. According to the different queens reports on Instagram yeah. Live and things yeah. like that, any transitioning queen is told to stop their meds for the filming of the show. Oh yeah, oh. they're told not to wear female presenting clothes as when they're boys when they're yeah. quote unquote boys. Yeah, I've noticed Gia um, has has been presented. and Gia is the first one that's allowed. Yeah. Quote unquote mm. again to present as female in the workroom, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's just been some really shitty behavior. There's been shitty That's behavior. I really hate year. that. I, I, there, there, there is a bit of a divide between the trans community and the drag community yeah. from some people. And any gay man that's doing anything to further that makes me really angry because historically the trans community and the drag community have been incredibly close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A yes. lot. I remember when I was young, there was a lot of trans female drag performers yeah. because for a lot of people especially in the older generation drag was a way of when it wasn't possible for everyone to live well it's still not possible for everyone but when it was even less possible to live in the body that you're supposed to yeah. have they could use drag as an mm-hmm. outlet to at least you know when they're away from the workplace or the family mm-hmm, or whatever yeah. have moments in time where they could present the way that they yeah. felt so then a lot of them went on to uh, transition fully mm. but continued doing their drag performances and there's some amazing drag performances and it feels like Rue's saying oh no drag is not connected to trans mm-hmm. and it's like no fuck off it's incredibly well connected yeah. I loved when they were sitting side stage and oh, who was performing someone was oh performing. she's like I was so and bored she turned around, <laughs> like I was so bored it's so yeah. funny yeah she is like, yeah, providing the content for everyone <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like she actually knows what the show is oh, about oh, in yeah. some ways yeah I think she's so much uh, better than her original season yeah. it's, it's about time people have pulled it Rue mm. up on a lot of things yeah. Because I think we didn't have any options in the past in terms of our drag entertainment on TV. Yeah, I, I feel like she got a free pass for a number of years. Mm, and yeah. keep in mind, I still adore the show. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just getting to the point yeah. of oversaturation. Mm, and yeah. I, mean, I just wanted an apology for having to watch three seasons of Eureka. 
Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Have I told you guys about how I once fucked a RuPaul's Drag Race winner? <laughs> oh my god. What? Since when? <laughs> well, okay, so I don't want to say who it is, but because they might not want people to know. But um, a winner of a season of RuPaul's Drag Race, I went to the Mardi Gras a mm-hmm. few years ago in Sydney, and we were at the um, after party, and we were really drunk and really high, and she was hitting on a friend of mine, oh on Joel Creasy actually, and he was with his boyfriend at the time who was like a comedian from the states which is how we met her she realized that wasn't going to happen and it got to the end of the night and we were kind of like the last two people in the room that hadn't heard and when i say the end of the night it was like nine o'clock in the morning and Marsha hines was performing like on stage to the last 60 gays standing at um mardi gras so we went back to this airbnb that i was staying at we had sex and it was lovely and she was very nice and very funny i'd never ever watched the show before oh my um, god and i knew what it was but i'd, I'd yeah. never watched it and she's like i oh, i can't do the accent because it really gives away who it is <laughs> but um she said oh i uh can't believe you haven't watched it so she pulled her phone out and started showing me clips of okay. her winning the crown amazing. on the show and all that sort of stuff and i was like yeah that's amazing anyway so but before we fuck she was like oh can i have a shower is that okay and I was like yeah that's fine so she went and had a shower came back out I went into the bathroom and she, like every single towel that this Airbnb oh. had had like a giant drag face oh. rubbed all over oh. it, like, all the, which I didn't get my bond back from oh, and then so she stayed like for the day and at the end of it was like oh I've got to get back to my hotel mm. but because she'd come in full drag she was like oh do you have anything I can borrow oh. to oh. get <laughs> and I was like well because I'd only brought up nice stuff to wear because I was doing yeah. the shows then going yeah. to Mardi Gras then flying home I'd only brought like nice clothes mm-hmm. yeah. so and I was like well I'm not going to see her again so I want to give her some of my nice clothes to stumble home oh that's so, so awkward <laughs> so like gays oh. the day after Mardi or the day after the day after Mardi Gras would have seen this winner of RuPaul's Drag Race walking down Oxford Street in a pair of my old board shorts oh. and like a pyjama top that I had oh. that had a picture of Carrie from the movie Carrie oh with my the God. pink spot <laughs> wow. with like her gown wig and heels in her hand serving stumbling Luke's. down the cobbled stones wow. of uh, oh an alleyway in Oxford Street yeah So I'm super excited this year because I'm not in fucking retail for Christmas for the first <laughs> time in like four or five years. I get to actually enjoy Christmas. Yeah. That was literally hell on yeah. an episode yeah. of American Horror Story. Yes. yes. It was my hell. <laughs> it was my hell. I wrote in. <laughs> this is like the first time that Christmas isn't ruined by the thought of Boxing Day and mass crowds and people yelling at you. It was just fucking horrible. All retail workers out there, I feel for you. I really do. <laughs> but no, I'm so excited because um, I've been invited to my boyfriend's family's Christmas. So Ooh. I get to have a big family Christmas. For like, and he's I've a never, country boy. Yeah. Country people do yeah. Christmas so well. Yeah, I'm so excited. So Has um, he got a big family? Yeah. Yeah, so I think all like cousins and uncles and aunties oh, and stuff are coming. Cute. And I'm bringing my brother Ty because we, we don't have much family oh, here in Australia. That's so cute. Because um, my dad's in South Africa and my mom's in the UK. So we're doing like a Kris Kringle and like bringing cute. all the bottle of alcohol. I'm just disappointed um, that Ty didn't reply to my invitation <laughs> for Christmas Day. I was going to give him my spotted dick. Oh my gosh. You were like, you are picking a blanket. <laughs> You're going to appear on my porch. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> so he's in, they have a farm in Oakland which is near Aubrey. It's oh, like yeah. four oh, hours away or something. So yeah. we're going to catch yeah. a train out on um, Christmas Eve. The V-Line. The V-Line. Ooh. Is that they, what it is? I, I don't know. V-line. They still have, I think that one still has the well, food carts that go oh up my and God. down. It'll yeah. be like Harry so, Potter. <laughs> yeah, well, sort of, but with more vomit and drunk people. Yeah. I just want a chocolate frog. That'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think someone from the country is going to get you for Kris Kringle? <gasps> 
No, no, no. Single, I, no, no, no. single so, bed sheets. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're doing gifts between us, but then everyone in the family, instead of giving gifts to each other, we're all bringing like no more than $30 alcohol. So oh, I, yeah. I bought a box of cowboys. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, this will be really hilarious. Want, they want their, their uh, cock sucking <laughs> cowboys. <laughs> the boyfriend of their country's son is bringing <laughs> cock sucking cowboys. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, I could bring like a nice bowl of something. I was like, oh my God, how funny would this be? And he was like, 100% do it so <laughs> I will let you know how that turns out oh, I was like oh bless. my god if his mom gets it I'm yeah gonna <laughs> oh, nice. uh, what are you guys doing Mikey um well this year I'm not spending Christmas with my family for the first time oh. which is oh. strange yeah we're supposed to do this big family Christmas where my nieces and nephews were coming over from Tasmania and all my brothers and sisters were coming together and they all cancelled last minute oh so they heard the podcast <laughs> <laughs> they're like, mm, they're like oh my god no. no I got something on that day <laughs> So I got a little bit sad about it and I was just like, oh, what are we going to do? And because we've already done Josh's family Christmas like oh. three, four weeks ago because everyone else is going to their in-laws mm. this year, which was super cute because they're real country and they <laughs> do like a real Christmas. So we're just going to a friend's, they're hosting like a Christmas dinner, which cute. will be cute. cute. And then the day after Boxing Day, Josh and I are going to catch the train up to Mildura to spend time with his mum and dad. So, so I'm from a very big, well, two very big Catholic families. So dad's mm-hmm. one of nine and mum's one of seven. Good God. And so, I've got 38 <laughs> younger cousins. That's so oh crazy to me. 40 Such a big cousins. family. So normally every year of my life, we've had to like drive from mum's parents' place where there's like all of the family there to mm. dad's parents' place where there's all of the extended family there and just yeah. see a million people and it's really painful and all that sort of stuff. Dad's parents passed away recently. So oh, we went, okay. we're not doing that and mum's parents are getting a bit, little bit more frail. So this year, my brother, who is a carpenter who has a baby, he's the opposite of me. Yeah. <laughs> <He's got laughs> what like are a you talking <laughs> a beautiful partner. They've got a second baby on the nice. way, that sort of stuff. Um, very sweet, very wholesome, very lovely down on the beach. So we decided this year it's going to be our immediate family and mum's parents at their place. Just chill, get mm-hmm. drunk, have a nice roast. That eat, sounds great. Drink and be happy. And then Christmas night, which I'm very excited about, mm-hmm. DT's Hotel are open on Christmas Day oh, every cool. year for the gays that either don't have family or are away from their family mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. are sick of their family at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pop in there. They, they um, do sort of like free snacks and food and that sort of stuff and they have the karaoke machine set up for gays that mm-hmm. want to get Cute. up and have a little sing but it's not singing all night so I'm going to yeah. pop in there at the end of the night and check into headquarters yes. you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Christmas Luke. this year it's just JB and I and his girlfriend oh cute um, yeah. but we made a deal I think it was from one of the earlier episodes of this show where we realized we hadn't seen each other hard oh god oh my god yeah well and just just with like a little bow <laughs> yeah well our christmas plans this year is to give each other our framed dick pics fully oh, around oh, okay. Wow. I'm cancelling my family stuff to come and see this. <laughs> I want to see JB's dick. And so I've been preparing for the last oh, few weeks and getting... Preparing? How? Well, different angles. Oh, right. Okay. Different lighting conditions. You can do a photo no, album. Yeah. No, if you want to like, send them my way, like, I will work in photo editing. Like, oh, yeah. You know, my camera roll is a very dangerous <laughs> yeah. place to be right now. So I'm excited for that. My family's in Adelaide. I do fly back here and there, but it's mm. generally not a good idea. Mm. That said, country... Huh? Sorry. Oh, my God, I hit <laughs> you. just you. beat me with a stick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it country, was a riot, Australia. I deserved it. <laughs> country Christmases. I used to date someone yeah. who was 
living outside of Ben. He was a cunt. <laughs> and no, he's lovely. <laughs> we went and visited his family for Christmas one year. Mm. And as soon as I rocked up to the house, because I hadn't been there before, and I'd only met them in little events here and there, and went into the living room, and there were just photos of me and what? my ex. Oh, excuse Like <laughs> around their living room, and they'd set up a bedroom, and there was a photo of us from a wedding, oh my like God. in suits, oh. framed in there as well. And I was like, this is really sweet. And then one of the other family members, mm-hmm. I, or it could have been my ex, told me like, I was here last week and they were <gasps> none of these. They made an effort. <laughs> they literally put these all up because you were coming around. That's kind of cute. They knew how narcissistic yeah. I was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brown so cow stunning. <laughs> country families, when they're accepting, they yeah. will go all out. Yeah. I think yeah. you get a good Chris Kringle. Yeah, I'm so excited to actually have like a family oh, Christmas. Such good food. Like, because yeah. it's such a small family always yeah. and all like not family just overseas and everything so yeah. it's really exciting for me. and check out grinder when you're in the country <laughs> yeah they're all fucking truck drivers and they're nasty yeah. as shit oh uh, no there's hot country dudes on grinder but none of them have a picture on their profile no. and they won't none send you them. one yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh, so we got christmas down what about years 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 do any of us um, have concrete no new Year's i'm going plans. to a pre-drinks that's a new year's weave party so i have new to wear a wig party and okay. i'm like i've never worn a wig and i'm not sure how i feel about this oh no I've got some nice wigs if oh you want. no you're gonna be <laughs> feminized uh, <laughs> no i was thinking about just getting like a long brown wig so just to yeah. see what i'd look like if i had like slightly longer hair. I have a really cute, <laughs> so it's like a cough no i've got like this really cute like lilac wig that i think oh like. really i've seen that yeah. i want to borrow yeah. that some <laughs> gray perm wigs if you want to borrow oh my gosh I, this will not be a photo that will be so you know it, but um, yeah. So that'll be like a pre-drinks, and then I think we are heading to the Puff Doof. Oh gosh! Last year we were there, and then one of the Real Housewives of Melbourne told me I was beautiful, and I had no idea why. Which one? I'm the new one, Venus. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And I did a trust fall off a podium, and no one caught me. (laughs) I didn't think at the time it was a trust fall. I think I just walked backwards because I forgot there was no floor there. (laughs) I I genuinely hate going out anywhere on New Year's Eve yeah. to any club. It's a terrible it's idea. It's awful. It's, they cause charge you mm. a fortune to get in. You can't yeah. get to the bar. You can't get a cab home. You can't get a tram home. Like, it's just so packed and walk. disgusting. Yeah. No <laughs> one has fun. No. It's awful. Mm. Normally, every year, usually my friends and I go away and book like an Airbnb and get really cooked and just party for three What's days. What's that other thing all the gays go to? The camping? Is it Tropical Fruits? Is oh, there's Tropical Fruits. Yeah. Up. Yeah. That's fun. That, I was thinking I want to do that one day. Year. Yeah. But this year, I booked a whole time off to go away with my friends and then they decided to go on a holiday <laughs> to oh. see their family. So um, I'm going to go up to Queensland and visit my best friend, Bridie, who I talked about for the first time in the last podcast. And now it's yes. like, I think they're being around. My best friend. Oh, okay. Um, nice. so Paralympian lives on the Sunshine Coast with her gorgeous Paralympian fiance. Nice. nice. That sounds... I literally have like zero plans this year. <laughs> we just like... GB. Well, yeah, because like Josh and I were talking and we're just like, what are we going to do? Let's have a drink at this person's house. And they're like, we yeah. can't. Let's have drinks at this person's house. I hate house. that we mad can't. scramble like, at the end when you've left a yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck. <laughs> well, last fuck. year, JB and I formed Dennis and Menace Club on Dennis New Year's Eve. Club. Dennis and Menace Club is when we go around and we're naughty. For neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I tell you what you should you do. You know someone get, who does that. Get naked on their doorstep. <laughs> yeah. uh, point your asshole at their front yeah, door. Yeah. And just ring it's, the bell. It's a really great tactic though, because we took, well, I took photos of everything we did that mm. evening. 
And then I used them to make sure that everyone in Dennis the Menace Club stayed my friend for the next 12 months (laughs) by sending to them periodically saying, I know what you did on New Year's Eve. (laughs) I know what you did last summer. And it worked a treat. So if you don't have plans, New Year's Eve. Because last year we bloody (laughs) bought tickets to an event. Karen from Finance was hosting the event. I can't remember what it was called. We rocked up and there was maybe 20 people there. And I was like, (gasps) I don't want to be here. It's 10 o'clock. And so we all jumped in an Uber and went to circuit and stood in line for two hours and oh no. did oh happy no. new year in, in line. line oh that's no, no, no. at the front of the line oh no we weren't so even allowed yet, so far. inside and so there's like drag queens doing performances and stuff and that was great but like we were standing in line for like another half an hour afterwards and i was just like didn't that's even get to bullshit. see the fireworks that's oh. fine i don't care <laughs> don't cry don't cry <laughs> see going at yeah don't go out in the oh, it was the worst. just be more no. prepared you can go out no no you were outvoted here. No, no, no. you're all old. <laughs> I love those places every other day of the year, but not New Year's. No. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So I want to talk about the true meaning of Christmas. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Presents. <laughs> um, no, I want to talk about religion and uh, that gaze of faith. My immediate family were vaguely religious, but not really. I think they sort of did it because they were both from big Catholic families and yeah. felt like that's what they were supposed to do. So we used to go to church on Sundays, but mum and dad were less interested than we were. Like, was just sort of going through the motions kind yeah. of a thing. And when we were about, you know, early teens, they gave up on trying they didn't care at all but and then the devil possess you makes yeah. you gay <laughs> and there's so much yeah. space in my brain that's wasted oh like on hymns oh, on hymns <laughs> yeah, and like uh, i just find myself humming hymns like yeah randomly. like the nicene creed yeah. and the hail marys and oh, all that God. sort of shit and now when i go to like a funeral or a wedding or yeah. whatever religious thing mm. that i have to go to i um find myself remembering the words and like mouthing the words like, oh my the, God. i can remember the whole mass like thing. i could host this yeah i could you know <laughs> you're hosting yeah. nothing oh my god i should you be could do it that's yeah. <laughs> like um, Edith Vale yeah. funerals. But and and as I've gotten older, I sort of th- I think about religious schools, and I think, mm. gosh, what a bad idea. I I have full respect for people that want to be mm-hmm. religious mm-hmm. and want to teach their kids that. I hope that they give their kids the option when they're older. But sending your kid to a religious school is a really bad idea. The amount of time we wasted in class oh, yeah. learning about shit when we could have been learning about important stuff yeah. is, I just think such a travesty mm. send them on Sundays or to Sunday school mm. or whatever yeah. but don't waste their 
their education on religious shit. There's a married couple that I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. They've been married for oh, 15 odd years mm-hmm. now. They both grew up Christian in heavily Christian families. They moved to Melbourne and they sort of started to realize that both of them weren't 100% identifying as heterosexual. And that was something right. that, from an outsider's perspective, yeah. I could see that it was challenging them. And now it's quite beautiful because they're still, like, they love their faith and, like, they're all about Christianity and it's fantastic. Like, they're still married to this day, but both of them have same-sex relationships yeah. outside of their marriage. Oh, so well, it's a heterosexual couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Oh, so I was, oh, oh sorry. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a heterosexual, heterosexual couple, couple and they yeah. discovered that they're not... No, exactly right. And they love each other so much and they're so comfortable with each other that they've allowed it to be an open marriage, which is really cool and explore their own sexuality, which I think is amazing. And I think that's the closest connection I have to to people, gays and religion. I think I just find it hard. The thing that confuses me with uh, queer people of faith, Mm. and and I I just want to make it very clear that I still think it's their right to to have that faith but I just don't understand there how are literally you crucifixes on your t-shirt well, <laughs> sorry I'm just well, noticing right, right now yeah, sorry that's, <laughs> well that's ironic yeah. um, I mean the church also does wonderful things there is currently as we speak um, a sermon that's been going in Holland for six weeks because in Holland there's this um, strange law mm-hmm. where a police officer can't go into a church to arrest anybody oh. so there's this church okay. in Holland that's been literally had pastors coming in from all over the country to do a shift because there's this Armenian refugee family that are hiding out in this church the police can't go in while this sermon continues. So, oh this, so there is oh, good wow. things that the church does. Oh, yeah. But I just really kind nice. of feel like that's more individuals yeah. doing good stuff and that the church itself is just this money-churning thing yeah. that's run by the Vatican. And I'm talking about, obviously, the Catholic Church because mm-hmm. that's my connection. But lots of other churches have this problem as well. And I just can't see how people can forgive that and still have mm. their faith. I think it's it's really telling what you said before is like faith and the church itself are two separate things. Yeah. I was raised... Catholic. Um, Are your parents still practicing Catholic? My mother is. Yeah. My dad doesn't know what that means. Right. Um, my auntie in the Philippines is a nun mm-hmm. um, oh. that I spent a lot of time growing up with. Yeah, it just the the <laughs> Catholic Church did a lot of irreparable damage to my self esteem, mm-hmm. my self worth, and boy, have I made up for lost time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you go to Catholic schools? No, but no, right. I, I did go to church. Every weekend yeah. for like my entire mm-hmm. childhood. Okay. I uh, went to Catholic schools and I I feel like the Catholic Church is responsible for the bullying that I received because it reinforced what the bullies thought and dictated mm-hmm. how the teachers responded to that bullying. Yeah. I just feel like anyone I know now that is Catholic or Christian, it's a personal faith. I, d- I, d- mm-hmm. I don't remember yeah. the last person I've met that has said, boy, gosh, do I love the Catholic Church yeah. as yeah. an organization. Yeah. I think they're doing a really yeah. good job. It's just yeah. hard to separate. I don't remember the last time anyone said mm-hmm. that. I, I think there's a way to be LGBT plus and have a faith. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a lot of LGBT plus spiritual people, definitely, mm. that, don't, oh, that don't necessarily identify with a specific religion, mm. but have a lot of spirituality Wiccans. about them. Yes. Yeah. Wiccans. There's yeah. a lot of LGBT Wiccans. Do you believe in an afterlife? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Girl, I've seen it. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I've seen it. Really? Yeah. I was in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And I had this really strange dream that my uncle had taken me to Port Adelaide Beach, mm. which he often did. And they let me run up and down the waste pipes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I told you this, but we used to do it all yeah. the time. And I took like a running dive off the end of it no. and hit my head. <gasps> the water ended up being a lot shallower. And I remember feeling the impact and floating up to the top of the water as a corpse. And 
startling myself awake. Yeah. And I had sleep paralysis. I couldn't move my entire oh, body. Holy wow. fuck. I was awakened. I think that's just this paralysis, room. paralysis. No, yeah. bitch. Because <laughs> then, as I laid there trying to move my body and scream, yeah. I sunk through the mattress and suddenly I was on the floor looking up at the top of the mm. mattress and I couldn't move or anything. And I was there for about, I think, 15 minutes before I shook out of it and my Whoa, body woke up. That's the scary. first thing I did was got under the bed, yeah. which I'd never looked at before mm. and looked at it and it was exactly the same. And then I intuitively knew I was going to die by jumping off a sewage pipe. Mm. Into so you do the that ocean. less now. I, I do it quite often. <laughs> I, I do it slightly less. Slightly less. There is something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's something um, to be said for the, you know, we all just know so many people mm. that are unnecessary yeah. spiritual people that have these stories that are so vivid. And, yeah. and we don't really understand why we have a conscience. Mm. So we don't really understand yeah. what that is. Eye. So it is completely feasible that mm-hmm. that goes on existing after totally. our bodies die. Yeah. And I don't know what the answer is, but yeah, I, no. I'm kind of happy not knowing what the answer is. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. I kind of feel like if there is a oh, God <laughs> and if there is some sort of creator, mm. they would have let us know if they wanted us to know in yeah. another way besides just sending down yeah. a guy 2,000 years ago that may or may not have been born of seems very a odd <laughs> just keep following something that's really yeah, old yeah, it yeah, does not fit into modern day culture or yeah. make sense or anything yeah absolutely yeah, um, yeah I got brought up Anglican mm-hmm. I think What's I don't that? even know the differences that's just like, sort of like the relaxed Catholic okay. <laughs> the lazy, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lazy the Catholic I think, that's what, I think that's what most people were in South yeah. Africa so like all the schooling and everything in South Africa it's all like, yeah. like Christian you yeah. sing all the hymns and everything say the Lord's Prayer yeah those British did a good job yeah they colonised us yeah so it's weird like when I moved to Australia I was in year 11 like towards the end of high school Mm. I just kind of forgot that and then looking back it's just so weird to think that I used to go to church every Sunday and go to youth group and that's just the social norm and all my friends would be at youth group it's just so weird to think back and what would I be like now if I stayed living in South Africa would I be a really religious Religious person person, I don't know I always think my parents were younger than me when they had me so they were someone younger than me going to church like I'm still on my way home every Sunday morning people younger than Mm -hmm. me getting their kids up dressing them and taking them to church on a Sunday isn't that a weird thing to think about that's so weird Because, like, I didn't grow up in a religious family at all. Like, I mean, my mum's family is Christian-based, but mum never pushed anything on us. She was just like, oh, if you want to go do it, have fun. And so, like, I went to Sunday school for a couple of years because my friends did, mainly for the food because it was (laughs) (laughs) That's a good reason. But, yeah, I sort of grew out of it, and we went to youth group from time to time. But like, What is youth group? It's just, like, like on a Friday night, like, the church hosts for young teens to come and play play games and read it's like yeah. not really churchy it's stuff. just like young people well, part of the church yeah, yeah. i think it's, it's the way of tricking yeah, you yeah. Probably. Like, i'll come and watch some pg movies but we'll yeah. have a little prayer beforehand and That's we're it. gonna talk about our it's like that body oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that body of christ so like, would go great with some dip yeah, yeah they make it. it try and sound really <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Kyle, that's the funniest thing you said all year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that body of Christ. Yeah, no, Um, it's never a big thing in my life. And like, I just don't know many people that are super religious whatsoever. I feel like, I don't know, as we're sort of getting this, like, I mean, church for a lot of people in the olden days was their social world as well. It wasn't so much about the faith. It was that that connection of of community. Yes, exactly. And now that we're finding other ways of connecting as a community, and I'm not talking about the LGBTI Mm -hmm. community, but the broader community of connection, um, I don't think church really serves that much of a purpose. Everyone's more educated these days mm. in the Western world that we're finding other ways of explaining our existence. I mean, human beings have this desire to want to 
know why they exist. Mm -hmm. And now we can sort of explain that in in a more scientific way. But will we ever know what killed the dinosaurs? I don't think. I assumed you. (laughs) (laughs) My mum. Fuck them all to death. (laughs) My mum loves church, and my mum still uses church as her social outlet. But she's smart about it because she uses it to make money as well. Because she's got. She steals the basket. No, she's got a. She could, but she has a very strong like Filipino community Mm. in Adelaide where she goes to church and they're all like husbands of retired Aussie dudes who get like a part of their husband's pensions okay, yeah. every week. You know that yeah, yeah, stereotypical yeah. You mean, thing. What, you we come back to Australia wait. every six yeah. months and yeah. we collect our pension. Yeah. And so they use that to gamble because they're all addicted to gambling. Oh. And my mum's a bit smarter mm. with her money. She played my dad like... <laughs> uh, so what she does is she goes to church on the Sunday and she lends all the other gambling addicts mm. money to go to the casino and gamble, oh, and, then and then she charges interest, and then the oh next God. Sunday she collects. It. Oh, so like, your mum is yeah. so good, but out of the Catholic Church. Yeah, so she's I mean, like she's a good lady because she goes yeah. to church. The place, yeah. the place to do it. This is the thing about yeah. being a good person because you go to church, yeah. isn't it? My Omar was my my dad's mm-hmm. mother was a God fearing Irish Catholic through and through and I think genuinely believed that someone that goes and follows all of the the real yeah. brimstone and fire Catholicism of don't talk about this stuff you it's don't so swear exhausting. that's exhausting <laughs> really but right. would cast out family members if they'd done something that wasn't of religion it would spend really? three days a week doing prayer clubs at her house um, where do you just, find time to do anything yeah, else though? Was I don't so, know. so, so consuming. consuming and I yeah. was like, uh, and I think people like that actually no you're a bad if you're casting out family yes. members exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's you're actually a bad practicing. person we had a very bad relationship as I got older when it became obvious that I was gay we, we basically didn't talk we'd say hello and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff I'm, like, I'm your grandchild my other grandmother and I have the most amazing relationship yeah. she comes yeah. to my drag shows and that sort of stuff she's also a religious woman but I don't think she thinks that God no. wants her to stop talking to her grandchild because he dresses up as a old. I mean, I was dressing up and using a lot of the lines that my grandmother had. Used. <laughs> but um, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's funny how people that follow the teachings of mm. the Catholic Church to the T think that they're better than everyone else. When I Oof. think if there was a yeah. Jesus and knowing what Jesus believed in, it, that's not what he wanted. That's the T. That said, we've had a lovely Christmas episode, but I've found especially working in mental health, that there's a bit of a dark side to Christmas Mm. as well. It gets talked about a lot less Mm. because, you know, we all love Mariah Carey's. Yeah. (laughs) The most hectic song ever. It's inescapable. The joy of Christmas is just everywhere. But working in a psychology practice, we've actually had the busiest three weeks mm. of the practice in six years. Yeah, right. People have been incredibly stressed, especially people of the LGBT community, about a lot of more negative feelings that this time of year can bring up for us. Even for myself, I I actually hate going home for Christmas to Adelaide. Mm. I, I went home, I think it was last year or maybe the year before, to a very heteronormative family. It's mm. my mum, my dad, my sister and her husband. I'm the only one that doesn't live in Adelaide. And it was the first day there and my mum greeted me and she was so happy and she said, I'm like so pleased you were here. Now that you're here, we have someone to take photos of us all. Oh, and stop we it. can all be in the photo at once. And I took photos of the married couples oh. and the kids um, and that was my job for Christmas and maybe play some Christmas carols. Yeah. You, you know, I just provided a service and uh, I think it makes it a really difficult time for a lot of mm, queer yeah. people. 
these traditional values are the most classic Christmas images. It's mm. a nuclear family. Uh, it's a white family as yeah. well. Mm. It's it's a Christian family. It's important in our Christmas special as well mm. to to acknowledge that a lot of our listeners out there can yeah. be struggling at this time of year, and that's completely normal. Mm. It it's totally understandable and don't be afraid to reach out to your friends your chosen family or to seek out help we're fully booked at the practice till mid-january yeah. but i've been mm-hmm. working my butt off to find mm. spots mm. so those mm. services are there as well we're all busy as crap Absolutely. but we are trying our best and and maybe uh, i think it's important if you don't have family or the, your family are too far away to see or something like that make some plans with somebody for the day because i think yeah, sitting at totally. home is, yeah. is, there's nothing worse than sitting at home there yeah. would be nothing worse than sitting at home by yourself on christmas day mm. as well yeah i said i was spending christmas with my boyfriend and my brother was coming with mm. me but i feel so bad and so guilty because we're actually leaving my housemate behind and mm. her family's all back in brisbane as well Last year we had an, an orphan's Christmas. So it was a whole big thing. But mm. I feel so guilty leaving her. Mm. Does yeah. she so, want to see my dick pic? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. As <laughs> as a way, we're, we're kind of going to celebrate like a household Christmas with her a couple of days yeah. before while we're there. So we'll yeah, exchange which gifts is and nice. have a dinner together. It's why I love the DTs are opening. Like their staff are taking half a day off from their... F- like, the, you know... Yeah. They, they I'll tell her to go to DTs. It's really nice. Um, I remember when I was like 18, 19, when I first started going out and they're like, I would not miss an opportunity to go out every night of the week yeah. if there was somewhere open. And Christmas Day, I think, was on a Saturday or something. And I found out that the market was open, which was the poof doof of its day, <laughs> which is now the Emerson. And I mm. went there thinking, oh, there'll be like 10 people. And it was packed oh, on really? Christmas Day because there's, there's so lot. many people in the community that don't have yeah. and it's not it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't talk to their family anymore yeah. but a lot of gay people move to metropolitan areas because I mean like Duncan yeah, um, yeah. moved to your partner Kyle uh, moved to metropolitan I'm areas <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, is that his name <laughs> move. they move to metropolitan areas because um, they don't feel comfortable in the rural areas and yeah. if they do work in yeah, retail yeah. or whatever might not have time to go home and then you know you do feel lonely on Christmas Day so if you are in one of those areas I know quite a few bars across Australia that are open on Christmas Day for that purpose mm-hmm. maybe make plans to go down there and see people I reckon that'd be so much fun yeah go make a bunch of friends and get wasted yeah <laughs> totally but I think also you can be at home by yourself I mean oh, that's I mean, what you, you can but I, just, I think it's, it's just good prepared. if yeah. you can predict a day that where you might be feeling shit it's good to try and make plans for those days yeah if you I'm can. just saying and yeah. like yeah. Tumblr's gone now guys yeah. it's <laughs> yeah there's no Tumblr no Tumblr get the torrent going yeah home alone home alone 2 they're essentially the same film (laughs) Uh, get your uber eats the day before if you are going to spend the day alone prepare have some phone numbers ready too yeah because I've done it myself before where you're like, I'm tough as fucking shit. I can mm. do this. Mm. It's no. just another day. But then day social media, you're seeing everyone, day their hits. families. Yeah. It's so. like a birthday when you don't make any plans for your birthday <gasps> yeah. and then yeah. no one knows it's your birthday <sighs> and it's your own fault because you made no plans for your birthday. Yeah. But then you're sort of like, oh, I actually wish someone would surprise me for yeah. my birthday. So have a backup um, plan. But then maybe also part of the thing is if you know you've got some friends like your housemate Kyle, mm. making sure you give them a call on mm-hmm. Christmas Day just to sort of Check break up in, the monotony of the day and just sort of let them know you're thinking about them as well. Just post in our group. Yeah. 
Yeah. Posting our group. Yeah, it goes off. Like, it goes Absolutely. off. I have some chats in our Facebook yeah. Like genuinely, there are people in there that have said, oh, I'm feeling a bit shit. Can we have a chat? Yeah, or, that's so um, good. I've got nowhere to go out tonight. Where's a good place to go out? Jump in there and have a chat yeah. to some people. Live tweet Home Alone 2. Yeah. Please. Oh my the God. lady yeah. with the pigeons. And do you know what? You're going to hate me. I feel like you're all going to hate me for saying this. I love Love Actually. <laughs> I actually I can't do remember any of I watch Is that the one when she holds up the signs? Oh my and then God, she's like, yeah. he holds up the hey. signs. She reads He's like, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy. Yes, that's. I'm just, oh, sorry, no, 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 Notting Hill is under. Oh fuck! Okay, the signs are love. Actually, English, okay, okay, I watched Bridget Jones' Diary for the first time like two nights ago. Oh my god, it was great. It. Do you know what? All I want for Christmas is for you to watch. <laughs> to watch like all Priscilla. these gay movies, Priscilla. Okay. Please, right. can you do that? I should for go me? watch it in the country. So yeah. it's like download really it. Yeah. Watch it on the um, train ride to Albury. Yeah. Okay, Thank and then I'll just get on top of the train with like a big. That'll be my Christmas miracle. I just remember the best Christmas thing is you have to watch the YouTube video where the girls lip syncing Jingle Bells. But it's the dirty version of Jingle no. Bells, and she doesn't realize until he starts saying "lick my cock," oh. <laughs> and then she runs. <laughs> yeah, That's a Christmas so miracle good. that that video exists. Put that on for the family. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I thought of something for everyone really for Christmas. Can everyone buy tickets for my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Things that are coming yeah. up. Um, so, uh, you know, I've been hosting a trivia night oh, at yes. DT's for the yes. last four and a half years. We're yeah. moving from Tuesday nights to Thursday nights. So the first one of next year will be on the 10th of January. The there. next Granny Bingo is on the 7th of January. That's at the 86. You can buy tickets at the 86.com. <laughs> and I also, I can't believe it's taken me this long to plug this, but I'm producing a show for Midsummer Festival called the Midsummer Extravaganza. Ooh. It's at Hamer Hall, which is Melbourne's premier concert hall. 2,200 seats. Amazing. So please everyone oh my buy gosh. tickets. Um, It'll be a very got, loud clap. Like, yeah, please. Echoing. Um, no, it's selling well, fuck it. Uh, it's got Reese Nicholson, Joel Creasy, Carlotta, Stephen Oliver, Mama Alto, uh, Trevor Ashley, Jordan Hickey. It's going to be amazing. Um, and of course, our live show as well, yes. which is on February 3rd. Evie's Disco Evie's Diner Evie's disco, at 7.30pm. Tickets are $20. Thank you. Go to midsummer.org.au. He's actually flipping a sign as he does that, <laughs> like on a highway. <laughs> and we hope all our beautiful revolters have a great Christmas and New Year. Thank you for all your support over the last year. Mm, Can't yeah. wait to come back and provide more terrible content for you. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> have um, fun, party safe. Yeah, yeah, be safe. And we'll be back soon in mid-jam. And if you're wondering what you can get us for Christmas, other than Amel or a double-winded <laughs> dildo. Can you get a four, four-way dildo? <laughs> I reckon That'll be our new cover art. <laughs> <laughs> if you are wondering, we'd love it if you could share our show, as you've been actually doing, um, on your social medias, on Instagram. Um, link us in your stories, at Pod. Or join our Facebook group, which we mentioned, The Gays yeah. Are Revolting on Facebook. God oh. bless you, everyone. And to all a good night. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.